Are you dreading the holiday season and all the stress of difficult relations, a lot of social engagements, buying presents and all that jazz? If so, I've got you covered. Today's episode, I wrap up the season about art, magic and creativity with what may be a slightly off-topic direction, but still highly relevant since one of the biggest threats to our ability to create is stress. We talk about the holidays since, if you're listening when it drops, it's one week away from Thanksgiving in the US. But the tools that Katie shares are something we can use at all times. In fact, I find myself using one of them all the time, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I just wanted to let you know that I would be taking my usual pause between seasons, so the only episodes going live for the next few weeks will be the star news and any bonus episodes that I might drop on a whim. But we're now on the wisdom up too. So if you somehow miss my voice and want to connect there, you can find me at Alexis Nave. That's all for the housekeeping. Here's my conversation with the wonderful Katie Rochelle. And Welcome to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. I'm Alexis, your new witchy beefer. I'm known as Asteria in witchy circles. I'm a photographer by day and start obsessed urban witch by night. Sometimes the opposite, often both at once. And I'm as star obsessed as Natsuki's Shinomiya in Utapri. Or just a warning, there would be loads of otaku references. I'm a Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon and Scorpio Rising, probably a Lyran Star Seed, a Tarot Lover and all of my lipsticks have a spell on them. I started this podcast to share my passion and the empowerment and self-love that Cosmic Witchcraft brought into my life. Come every Thursday for captivating conversations about life, business and magic that blend the practical with the woo. I bring you all-out history geek solo episodes and amazing guests to explore the ways in which we can bring more enchantment into our lives. Ready to live life limitless? Then let's dive into today's episode. So welcome to the show. As you've been already forewarned with the records of Doomed, I have pulled a card <laughs> to introduce oh, our conversation today. And for you, I have the Page of Swords. Okay. Okay. Tell What's me, your intuitive response to that before I tell you about the, what, your well, intuitive I, response? I like, yeah, I like the image. The image felt very uh, light and also like it felt like a very grounded power of and like a light worker. Like that was my first impression. Okay, that, that's a very interesting perspective. Yeah, I can see it. So the pages are like the inner child energy. And oh. for the swords, it's about your mind and your thinking. Okay. And that's kind of at the start of the journey when you're very clever. And you can see things that other people don't see. You can think in different ways. Mm. And the one thing that you need to learn it, with that energy is what it is that you don't know. I love that. So that's uh, the growth of the swords. I love that. Well, that's a, I feel like that's a perfect um way to introduce myself because I'm uh, Katie Rochelle and I facilitate a process called Unwind with Katie. And what really, uh, what I've really been coming to terms with for myself 
is how I, my gift is that I see things differently and that it can be a really powerful thing for me to share with others my perspective because I, I've for a very long time, I've had just this very different, almost like this uh, old soul way of seeing things. And so that, that really resonates for me. So thank you. Yeah, no, I saw that when I saw it. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, we had a, a meeting of minds here. And lots yes. of things that we agree with each other. And just Definitely. as a brief recap, this is the final episode of season four, which I have dedicated to the intersection of art, magic, and creativity. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that I invited you and you very kindly accepted the invitation was one of the main reasons that we get stuck when trying to be creative and whether we create art or we create something else because literally we are creators all the time mm-hmm. is that we live with these responses, trauma responses, stress responses, mm-hmm. what is in technical scientific term, the sympathetic system activated mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. And so the work that you do which is very great. I, I will say I have experienced the method before, so I have had the privilege <laughs> and we will talk about how you Thank can have you. that experience yourselves later on. It is very grounding and very much bringing things into a different way from how we are used in society to yes. think of life and how we function. So yes. thank you again for oh. accepting the invitation. It is my pleasure. It's my pleasure to be here with you um, and and to share, you know, what I'm up to in the world. And I feel, um, yeah, I, I love this idea of creativity and seeing kind of how we can navigate um, not just the, you know, the big things that come along. I feel like, you know, everybody, you know, life is always happening. I feel like, you know, we have the holidays coming up, you know, things are always going to be kind of popping up. Um, sometimes not huge events in our life, but sometimes it's just, oh, I had a really hard day at work or, you know, my friend said this thing to me and it really, you know, hit me the wrong way. And I feel, you know, down or stressed or worried or, you know, I feel like um, we, unfortunately are living in our sympathetic nervous system with just our stress response engaged and activated pretty regularly. I mean, I I don't know if you can attest to this personally. I feel like a lot of days I wake up and almost as soon as I open my eyes, I feel like I'm stressing about something, you know, or my mind is racing, going back to the page, you know, the mind is just racing and going, going. And, and so, um, how we can, in a very simple but powerful way, rework our relationship with our nervous system is really a big part of the unwind approach to just everyday life. Um, and it, it, it lives in the name, right? Unwind. We're unwinding these, you know, stress balls, this tension that just can sit, you know, in our shoulders or in, in our chest or, you know, manifest in a headache or, you know, different aches and pains because our bodies are very, um, are very tied to our energy and stress is, you know, acutely tied to our energy. And so, um, yeah, yeah. One of the, one of the simplest ways that we kind of get at that with, um, the work that I do is through, um, acupressure points, which Alexis mentioned, we've, We've had an experience together with that where I led her through just a very simple breathing and um, and EFT or tapping uh, process, which is just stimulating these these little points on your body. So I would actually invite um, your listeners in this moment, if you'd like, you can actually take your your fingers and just squeeze the side of your fingernail on on your fingers and you can alternate at whatever uh, pace feels good to you. I, I invite you just to do that, play with that as we have this conversation and see if you notice a difference. That's one of the, uh, um, all for things that we can do simply, easily, and at any point in our day. And that's something that, you know, anybody can do, anybody can do. 
and uh, it can actually trigger your body to metabolize the cortisol and adrenaline, which tends to just sit. You know, we when we have a stress response, often we're not running away from something. We're not fighting physically. We're not moving that energy um, through and out of our body. We're not using the adrenaline and the cortisol for what our body is designed to use it for, right? It's preparing us for something. And oftentimes we're stuck sitting at our desk when that coworker says that thing or our boss asks for that extra piece of work um, and we're not getting it out of out of our body. And so just squeezing the sides of your fingertips. I know it sounds ridiculously simple and maybe even weird, but um, it's an acupressure um, modality that allows your body to rest. It, it signals that you're safe and it helps to not only release and metabolize those stress hormones, but it actually helps to release. It's like flipping the switch where you release the other hormones. So you're engaging your parasympathetic nervous system and you're releasing the dopamine and the serotonin. That's why oftentimes if, if you just take a couple big breaths, you almost immediately, it's like almost like an instant mood boost. You feel more, more grounded in your body. And that's because it's doing that as well. It's engaging your, that, that other system. So, um, yeah, just it doesn't have to be complicated. I think, Alexis, that was a little bit of a side conversation we had in preparation for this conversation, which is, you know, a lot of times it feels like the experts want to make, you know, creativity, um, wellness, you know, kind of the the transformational world, the the spiritual world. It's almost like people want to make it more complicated then it needs to be a lot of things, you know, they stuff behind a, a massive paywall and there's not a lot of accessibility where if you really kind of break it down, there's so much, I mean, in the, in the witchy world, like there's so much rich ancient tradition that as much as the kind of big cultures try to uh, erase it and wash it away. You know, you look at indigenous cultures, there's so much that's still alive and there's still so much that's here for us. And so um, I've studied for years and years, different modalities. And I feel like my job is just really to kind of take away the, the veil that people try to hide these very effective, very powerful things behind and say, well, no, you need to pay me to get to it. And um, I just think that that's, that's just not the way that it needs to be. So no, I agree with that. I think that the spiritual state is actually a natural state. Yes. And it is our bodies are designed to always go back to homeostasis and balance. And we kind of got lost track of that. Yes. Created 100%. all of these systems and things that keep us in the mind a lot. And mm -hmm. I'm very guilty of that. And then when I started my journey, not that many years ago in therapy, my therapist asked me how I was feeling. And I had absolutely mm -hmm. no idea what feelings actually were like. I couldn't name them. And I could mm. barely tell where I was feeling them. Mm -hmm. It was like, where in your body you feel them? I'm like, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. And it's probably not that uncommon. Yeah. I I don't I don't think it's uncommon at all. I personally I one hundred percent relate to that. Um I my my wife sometimes will <laughs> will poke fun. She'll, you know, I'll, I'll, she'll know that I'm upset about something or feeling, you know, sadness. And she'll say, well, just cry, you know, just, just cry it out. And, uh, and I'll look at her and be like, how, I don't know. I don't know how to just cry, you know, just cry about what I'm, what I'm feeling. So I don't think, I don't think you're, um, you're alone at all. I feel like it's something that we tend to just, you know, whether it's our family directly or even just society, you know, we're really told to shut it down, you know, and to, you know, stuff it, do you know, stuff it down, put it away, put it in a box, never look at it. <laughs> and I think that that's why a lot of us, we do run around with, um, you know, these aches and pains and, 
you know, our body, it, it kind of holds all of that energy that we're not able to, to release. Um, and that's another, another part of my own personal journey, um, with unwind and, and kind of the development of it, but it's also a very big piece of what I, um, offer through unwind is, is that reconnecting to our body and how are we talking to our body? How are we treating ourselves? What are we putting in? You know, are we eating to, you know, kind of emotionally, um, satisfy some, you know, oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling sad and I don't even know I'm sad. So I'm going to just you know, eat this thing that I might, I normally wouldn't eat probably. Um, but just to kind of, you know, make it, make myself feel better. You know, what do we reach for when we're in that state of kind of emotional crisis or, you know, creative block or feeling like we're being shut down, you know, in these different ways. Um, you know, and, and that goes a little bit right back to the, the holidays, you know, coming up and us being with family, us being in these environments, potentially that can be, you know, a bit triggering for us. And so um, how are we, and that can be something we can kind of move into if you're okay with that, Alexis, is like how we navigate those moments and, yeah. and what can that look like instead of going on automatic and just, you know, doing what we kind of always do, whether it's hiding, you know, or emotionally eating, especially with the holidays. I feel like <laughs> one of the best biggest things that all of us do that's me um, yeah um so so that could be you know kind of a, a segue into you know what are ways that we can um go in a little more you know clear-eyed and and heart forward and create you know even using our creativity like how can we use our creativity to look at the holidays you know and be in them differently perhaps and engage in those relationship dynamics a little um more authentically, because I think for me, um, and probably for a lot of us, it can be very easy to almost uh, hide who who we really are, um, especially those of us with a more sensitive, spiritual um, side nature approach to life. A, a lot of times we don't necessarily get that from our families, so we might not have the safe space that we would like or that we have in other communities or in other relationships right yeah now yeah, just a second i would love to go through with your suggestion but i don't know um if you actually know one of the things that i do with my photography side of the business is personal branding so i kind of like do a lot uh -huh. of things around marketing and branding uh -huh. because that's my professional background so i'm always curious about people's uh, business names and things. And oh, yeah. I don't know if that was what was going on in your head when you came up with how to market. So if you, okay, if it's the method, that's fine, but you could have called it something different, even just the business, even if the method was still unwind, mm -hmm. but you called it mm -hmm. unwind with Katie, which is also very lovely that you're bringing yourself in and making it like we are in this together. But I yeah, also yes. like the idea of the unwind itself because I do feel like a lot of the messaging and the requirements of society, and mm -hmm. in my case, it was family too, and for others, probably, we become wound up and carrying all of these things, they're all mm -hmm. contracted. And a lot of problems I have with the wellness industry and self development industry is often. Yeah. We it's painted as if we need to learn new things rather yeah. than let go and unlearn the wrong things. Mm -hmm. mm. And so I really like that the the unwind is yes. about letting go yes. of that tension. So yes. I wanted to compliment um, you on that before we oh, get too far off on the conversation. You. It would make no, no sense to bring you back I'll... up. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, and, and what I can say is the, the name really, it, it just felt divinely inspired. Um, un, so, so unwind came about, um, in a, a couple different ways. So unwind itself is a, it's a, almost like a ebook at this point. Um, I started writing 
a book and then it turned into three books and none of them were finished. And I thought, okay, like this isn't helping anyone sitting on my computer. And so I sat down and I just asked spirit, I said, what is for now? Like, what is the most important thing that I've learned that I can share, that I can put out into the world to serve people right now, not in the future, but right now. And this was a year ago. And what came out was Unwind in this really beautiful step-by-step, you know, this is what I've learned walking you through. And and it really is a journey. It's a seven-day immersion um, where we go from the somatic, you know, the kind of the the foundational piece that we've talked about where we're, we're learning to be in our body in a different way. We're learning to unwind the tension. And then through that, we, we move into more, you know, mindset, but very gentle, like a lot of mindset, like you said, it can be very intense. It can be very like, this is right. And this is wrong. (laughs) And, and, you know, a lot of condemnation and like forcing yourself to think new thoughts. And it just, I've been in the industry long enough to know like that just doesn't work. And you end up feeling more shitty, honestly, in a lot of ways, you know, like, oh, I tried this thing and it didn't work. So unwind is about letting it. I love that you say letting go because in the releasing process, because that has such a powerful component to it. And then from there, we really start to dive into the spiritual. So it's like, it's a, it's really a kind of a combination. I love to say it's a whole person approach to life. And it's, it is with Katie because I am never, I can't fathom myself sitting on the mountaintop and saying, I have arrived. I am your guru. Come and follow me. You know, like, I just feel like that's just crap. And like, just not, we're just not that like, we can always be growing, always be learning, always be evolving. That's why we're here as human beings is my belief. And so I am all about walking on the journey together. And I think that there are different layers, different levels, you know, I'm on my journey, and it looks different, perhaps, or I'm, you know, you could say, Oh, I'm farther down the road, you know, if that, you know, you could use whatever metaphor you want, but I've, I've been practicing for a long time. And so I've learned a lot that I feel like I can share with people who are seeking. And that's really, for me, I think the one, if I were to say that there's anything that I'm looking for in someone who I want to pull into the unwind community, it's that you're a seeker. You're seeking something, like you're seeking whether that's to feel better, you know, to feel more alive, to feel more engaged, more creative, more aligned with your purpose, you know, to feel less stress. You're seeking ways to you know, grow yourself. Like that's really um, at the heart of it all. And, and I, I have to say this, cause I don't know if you know this Alexis, but the overarching name of my business, or at least my, my website and, and what I feel like is the umbrella for anything and everything that I ever do from here on out is grow more love. And I feel like that is um, my mission on this, on this earth. And I feel like unwind, at least in this moment and this space and time unwind is the first step it's like in order to grow more love we have to start in with ourselves um and and you mentioned this with another guest in a recent episode about the process of learning to love ourselves of learning to and the way i think of it you know especially most of us who are spiritual and in this kind of woo arena we're incredibly empathetic We're incredibly sensitive to others. And so I like to think of it as turning that love that we so generously pour out for others, turning that toward ourselves, and saying, you know, if I were my best friend, or if I was just this person that I met on the street that I connected with and have this, you know, beautiful moment with, how would I talk to them? How would I treat them? How would I, how am I being with other people and then learning to be that way with ourselves, learning to be that way with our body. And that goes back to the unlearning that you mentioned. It's, it's unlearning and releasing the old 
a lot of times um, very mean ways that we look at ourselves and talk to ourselves. I feel like most of us would never look at another person the way that we tend to look at ourselves with, you know, kind of condemnation and judgment and um, the shooting that we do to ourselves is ridiculous. <laughs> and it's learned. I mean, it, it truly, truly is learned. Our society, you know, colonialism, it goes all the way back. I mean, the overarching systems of colonialism and its baby capitalism that run our world, they are they are meant to de to dehumanize and disconnect us from our from our true selves, right? And it looks different ways, and you know, and for for different groups of people, but that's the core for everyone. It's all meant to disconnect us from our true power, which is our our spirit and our soul. And I think you know, people like you, people like me, who are having these conversations, who are bringing the light you know, to the forefront, like, this is the work that, you know, we, we came here to do to balance that and to really help guide people back to their true source of power, which is their spirits. So um, that's where going all the way back to the beginning of the question, that's where the, the name came from, you know, it is very much unwind with me. Um, I'm always going to be right beside you. I am a hand holder. So <laughs> something that just to know about my, um, my approach and my process. If that's not for you, then, you know, I'm probably going to be too, you know, squishy for you. Um, some people don't like that. Um, but that's just, that's, I'm a nurturing, I'm not a mother biologically, but I feel like I, I have a very, um, nurturing motherly, uh, spirit. And this is, I think the way that I can bring that into the world in a way that just feels really good for me. Um, so yeah. No, what you're saying. Um, well, I had another thought earlier on, but uh, jumping off of that one. Yes, you do have a very motherly kind of nature. So now I'm kind of curious. Do you actually know your big three in astrology? I don't think I even know what that means. So Okay, we'll circle back oh, with me. that one. I mean, another episode reading your birth chart because I'm just so curious about oh, it. Uh, so I could ask you when you your birthday, but that would be just the the sun sign. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, the, the idea of the hand holding and when you were saying, mm -hmm. well, if it's not for you, that's fine. And that's the beauty of just how diverse the industry can yes. be. Yes. And sometimes it looks like it isn't. Because yeah. nobody will, aside from the fact that we don't have the time, energy, and space to be able to serve everybody, just one person. Right, right. We don't vibe with everybody. So, That's it. And yeah. a lot of people talk themselves out of yeah. doing something. Like, yeah, there's a lot of other podcasts, but not everybody is going to do it the exact same way. Yes. And not yes. everybody will resonate with the exact same people. We just mm -hmm. keep looking at things from like, yeah, we have to have all these million people, but why? Yeah. There's so yeah. much power in influencing just even one person. I and agree. then they can go and that's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, that. Love, uh, I love that you said that, uh, mm -hmm. Alexis, because that's, and that's honestly something that I've been, you know, just to get a little personal, um, that's something that in my own business journey, uh, over the last six months in particular, that I've really been, um, kind of just remembering is to honor the way that I am different, you know, to really recognize that, um, I'm not going to do it like other people. And how great is that? Because I feel like the comparison, you know, trap is, is real, you know, even in, even with, 15 years of personal development and wellness and, you know, being in the space, like it's still um, such a deeply ingrained uh, thing. And so I love that you say the, you know, making the difference for even just a single person, because one of the things I've been experimenting with the last month is offering um, just a 30 minute, I'm calling them unwind tastings uh, virtually. So it's online and it's just to give a little taste of, you know, what is the, um, uh, unwind experience. What's it like to be with me and my energy? And, and I have had the best time, like one person shows up and I just, I 
I have felt so like it fills my cup, like I, and I just feel like, oh, I'm in service. I'm giving to this person. They came, they showed up going back to the seeking. They're, they're looking, they're wanting what I have. And I love freely giving. And, and so I love that you said that because I think that that's something that, especially in the marketing, you know, being in marketing, I also was in, in marketing for a couple of years. It's, the numbers, right? They're always, you know, it's always talking about scaling and scaling and scaling. And I do believe that that will come, right? You know, I think that that's uh, an inevitable component when you are organically and very genuinely serving people. I think that and connecting with people, I think that will happen. I think it's just a matter of time. You know, your success is is inevitable. Um, but yeah, the the speaking to your people, I think is, is something that's so important and recognizing that, you know, yeah, you're not for everybody and neither, you know, think about the people that we jive with, like we don't jive with everybody. And then it's great. There's billions of people on this planet and we would be exhausting. Like you said, be friends with everybody. Like that's just not reasonable. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) so yeah, no, I, I, Perfectly agree. And uh, the other point that came up from what you were saying is that often we think of compassion as if it was something that we naturally understand. And in my experience, a lot of people are like, would you ever talk to a child like you talk to yourself? And I'm kind of like, where do you think we got it from? That was the way that we were talking to as a child mm-hmm. and that's not to mm-hmm. make it with I understand that from in a lot of situations yeah. our parents had their own trauma their own problems yeah. and very sometimes they meant it sometimes they didn't had no idea what they were actually doing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we can have compassion for that so I'm not trying to say that you can do this making yeah. them the villains in every situation sure. although sure. plenty of people have suffered and yeah. I want to honor that. But yeah, isn't everybody's act like, no, you, you, something that you have to unlearn all those yes. negative yes. patterns. And maybe in that case, it is something that you have to learn. Yeah. And learning the, the self love and the being compassionate. Yeah. And no, that's, I think that's mm-hmm. a really great point of, of recognizing where, you know, where does it come from? And, and even though, you know, like you said, like you don't want to get into the, you know, the victim, the blaming, you know, the sh- like that, that can be very um, detrimental to us, you know, our, our psyche. Um, but I think that that's a really great point of recognizing like, well, it didn't just come from nowhere, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's a, that's a really, that's a big, you know, component also of the, of unwind where we, we talk about, you know, where does this come from? You know, where are these messages, you know, these messages have been imprinted on upon us for years, years and years and years. And so it's not a snap your fingers and and they go away necessarily. Now, I'm also not saying that it has to take years and years and years to unlearn and to undo. So I don't want to, I want to be clear. But there are things, you know, like the the acupressure points, like the breathing, um, journaling, you know, there's so many ways. Therapy, you mentioned that in the very, very beginning, like having and and um, the caveat I will say is have a good therapist, find someone who is a good match for you, who's professional, um, you know, all of those things, because there are, are a lot of shitty therapists out there. So not all therapists are the same, um, but there are lots of ways to begin to really dissolve those old patterns and those old beliefs. And it doesn't, I I don't believe it has to be this long, arduous, painful reliving. I think there's, you know, certain modalities that are about kind of reliving the trauma and trying to resolve it. And I'm not so much a fan of those. And that's where, again, like I, I'm very much a proponent of kind of working with ourself, you know, working with our body, because our, I love what you said, Alexis, and I believe the same thing. Our homeostasis is well-being, like, and balance like that. If you look at the universe, you look at the, our planet, 
we're constantly evolving and expanding and it's always kind of uh, rebalancing itself, recalibrating and making sure, you know, our bodies do that all the time and we don't even recognize it a lot of times. And so remembering that well-being is our natural state and and I think that can be a big new belief for a lot of us because we weren't taught that. You know, we're often taught to look for what's wrong. You know, oh my gosh, I have this thing. Oh God, you know, <laughs> we think, um, you know, the the catastrophic thoughts of, oh, it's cancer, it's a tumor, it's, you know, I'm going to die. And <laughs> so, so even that, like for me, that was a huge, just a few years ago, that was a huge new belief that I started to adopt is you know, well-being is my natural state. I'm divinely guided. I'm divinely aligned. Everything, you know, everything is working out. Like those sorts of thoughts that are very different than the way that I was raised personally, you know, my, and I know my mom was stressed out all the time. You know, she lived in a constant, um, you know, stress response. She had, you know, some chronic body condition. She had a fuck ton of kids. Excuse my language. I'm a, I'm the middle child of nine, if that explains anything uh, about the whole unwind and needing to, to relax and kind of the, you know, oh, I got you. Let me hold your hand. We'll get through this together. <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to pause there because I, I don't want to go off on a tangent. Yeah, but you brought us back beautifully to the topic of the fact that this is going to be the final episode coming out mid-November. So the holidays yes. are going to come. So you wanted to touch upon how yeah. we can get in touch with a creative self-expression. Yes. And so I... the tools that I've, I was going to say, we're going to drop the links in the show notes so yes. everybody can come and have the tasty of sessions. Absolutely. So, yes. And I'll be doing those through, through the holiday season for, for that just extra support for people to be able to come in and have, you know, a safe, quick, you know, quick reset. Um, but yeah. And, and one of the things that I, I thought was really um, interesting when I was, preparing for this episode and kind of thinking about, you know, difficult family dynamics and the holidays and creativity and, you know, our body stress and all of those components. And what, what I thought was really fascinating was when we think of creativity, you know, it, it is an expression of ourself, right? It's something that oftentimes it just feels like it's, you know, this movement that just needs to like come through us. It's flow. It's this really beautiful, you know, feels like natural and, and bubbly and just, ooh, you know, and oh, I have to get this out in whatever way, whether it's, you know, like you said, an artist or writing or, you know, dancing, whatever, whatever we're always creating. Um, and then when we think about being in the holiday season, and oftentimes we're around our families, perhaps in gatherings that, you know, we're not often in where everyone's in the same room or in the same space. Um, it can sometimes be a little awkward. It can sometimes be a little challenging. Um, we don't always resonate on the same wavelength as our family or extended family. And so when we think about that, and I was thinking about creativity, it, it brought me to self-expression. And how, when we're in those environments, a lot of times our sympathetic system engages and it's almost like the walls go up and the doors close and we're not comfortable being seen or really sharing who and what we are, especially those of us who are in this, you know, as, as we've talked about kind of spiritual woo-woo, you know, witchy realm. Um, and so one of the things that with Unwind that I wanted to share and talk about is a couple ways that we can start thinking about, especially moving into the holidays, how are we taking care of ourselves before we get to the big event or the family gathering? So I think that that is something that um, I want to spend a little time on, like not necessarily when we're in that moment, but let's back it up and say, okay. In the weeks before that happens, you know, how are we 
taking care of our body? Are we drinking enough water? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we telling ourselves it's going to be horrible and oh my God, I don't want to go and this is going to be, you know, or are we saying, okay, you know, all right, let me take some deep breaths and I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know that I am going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And that sort of kind of buffering ourselves, building ourselves up to the moment when we're in this situation. So um, I definitely encourage you to come to the tastings because I will be in in the moment. I'll be work doing um, kind of real time. Let's do this together. I'll be teaching, you know, some different modalities. Um, but one of the things that you can do as you're visualizing, so I encourage you to take some, some breaths, you know, you can set a timer for two to five minutes, take some breaths, breathe in to four or five, breathe out to six or seven. You want to have a little bit of a longer exhale because that actually flips that switch for the parasympathetic. If you have a longer exhale, so give yourself space to just breathe. You can do it every day, even for two minutes, every other day for two minutes. Just try to get yourself into some sort of a little bit of a routine. Set a reminder on your phone, you know, breath time, two minutes. You can do it first thing in the morning, you know, find what works for you. That's another, I'm a huge proponent of there's no wrong or right way to do anything, any of this stuff. Okay. So find what works for you. But give yourself that space to just breathe. No thoughts, no nothing. Like let the let the thoughts come, let them go, and just be with yourself. So that's one one thing that you can do is set aside some time just for breathing. The other thing that I briefly touched on is visualization. So you can give yourself again kind of quiet space. If you're a journaler, grab your journal. And, and just let yourself play on the page. You know, what would I like this to look like? What would I like to feel during either this family gathering, this work event, the holiday season in general? Like, what would I really like to feel? And what could that look like? So if you're a meditator, you can sit, you know, put some music on, close your eyes, let your, let your mind paint a picture. If you're a journaler, grab your notebook. And, and even if neither of those things resonate, just ask yourself, what if, what if I could have a holiday season that felt better than last year? What could that look like? And don't press yourself to answer. This is what I call sitting with the question. Like let yourself sit with that question. And then what I will imagine that you'll notice, this is what happens for me, is when I kind of loosely ask a question, I could be in the shower and like, boop, the answer will come or an idea will come. And that goes back to the creativity when we're allowing ourselves to be in a more relaxed state. We're not pressing ourselves or pressuring for an answer or to figure it out. We let our creativity kind of engage in a different way. And it's more of a flow state. And so um, those are a couple things that you can do. Squeeze your fingertips at any time, any day or night that you start to feel um, strain. Or one of the things that I've been practicing is just do it anytime you think to. You don't have to be in an acute state of stress to engage your parasympathetic. So that is a a huge um, immunity boost too, to to do it when you're not in a state of stress, when you're engaging your parasympathetic and you're already kind of in a chill space, that actually can build your resilience. And this gets into the other layer of body um, care, which is our immunity, you know, going into the fall and winter seasons, you know, there's a lot of bugs out there, a lot of, you know, weather change, seasonal allergies, all sorts of stuff can start to put that pressure on our bodies. And so squeezing your fingertips is one way that you can um, increase your immunity. I also will put, will put links as Alexa said, um, I have a, a brand of supplements that I've been using for, I think, 
about 15 years. Um, and I found out that my mom actually used them when she was pregnant with all of us kids. They, it was a, a company created by the chiropractor who developed the first multivitamin in the United States. And so it's got a very long history of um, quality. They, they work with some of the top um, researchers in the world and some of the top universities in the States to clinically make sure that Whatever they put out to market is going to do exactly what it says. I've been in the industry long enough to know that there's a lot of shit out there that um, is is honestly a waste of money, unfortunately. Um, and so there are certain things, you know, certain supplements, you know, elderberry, zinc, garlic, you know, you can start making yourself soup, you know, more often, you'll get a nice broth, you know, fresh garlic, onions, there's lots of foods that we can be eating during this time that can help support our immune system. I'm going to say it again, get enough rest. We don't often sleep enough. And that has, um, over time, it has a compound effect on our bodies. So drink lots of water, drink lots of warm fluids. It doesn't have to be a caffeinated tea, but you can do herbal teas just to keep warm, lots of warm fluids in your bodies as we go through this cold season. Um, and then the last thing that I wanted to share as a kind of a practical tip before you get to the holiday events is how we talk to our body. And this may be a, a new concept. You know, you may not even notice if you do or don't talk to your body. You know, some of us are, are really kind of what you shared, Alexis, about emotions where you're like, I don't even know what I'm feeling or what, what is going on with my body or my, my emotions. Some of us are used to talking to our bodies kind of meanly, you know, like maybe we heard when we were growing up or, you know, in school we got bullied or, you know, oh, your nose is too big or your, you know, boobs are too small or your, you know, all of the things that are just random shit that little kids say that sometimes they just stick. They literally stick for years. So whatever, so just take a moment, first of all, just to notice, like, am I in touch with my body? Am I ignoring it? Am I talking to it? And if I'm talking to it, how am I talking to it? And one of my favorite things that a friend years ago shared with me was that after she showers, when she puts lotion on, she will actually take the time, not every time, but she just introduced me to this idea of thanking the different, like she'd lotion her arms. And as she's smooth, you know, smoothing and rubbing her hands over her arms, she would say, thank you arms for all of the things that you do for me every day. You know, she'd get to her feet. Thank you feet for holding me up. You, you know, I'm walking around all day, every day because of you. Thank you. And, and you can kind of make it your own. I've, I've definitely done that. Just made it my own over the years. Um, but that can be just like one little way that you can start to appreciate your body. Appreciation is, oh man, it's the highest frequency of emotion. Um, you know, there's an emotional scale and all, all, um, everything has energy and vibration and appreciation is, is actually, it's like appreciation and then love. So appreciation, if you can reach for that specifically in this moment around your body, that is one of the most magical things that I have personally experienced and that I have watched change other people's relationships with themselves and their lives in general is reaching for appreciation. What can I appreciate about myself, my body, this, this moment that I'm in? And, and that I'm going to let that segue into when we're in the holidays, when we're in the event. Ha, ah, what do we do? When we feel uncomfortable, when we feel those things come up, um, you know, your uncle says something that you just really would have rather not heard, you know, what do, what do you do in those moments of acute, okay, I just got triggered because this person said something and I just cannot even, and I don't want to react, but I don't want to free, you know, we all have those moments. So I'm going to guide us back to our breath, you know, take, take a couple breaths. A lot of times we don't even let ourselves do that because we're just, we're, we're conditioned to react 
you know, somebody said something, we have a snap comeback and we either said something that we didn't mean to, or we just feel like crap and walk away. And we're like, oh, we should have said something. And then we're beating ourselves up about that. Right. So it's just kind of a lose, lose. So give yourself a, a breath or three. I would, I would recommend a three, um, because that's just going to bring you back to your body. And it's going to give you a quick second again to engage your parasympathetic so that you can actually decide, do I want to respond to this? If I do, how do I want to respond to this? If I don't, gently excuse myself and maybe go, you know, go to another room or, you know, it just gives you that space to, to decide because I think that's something we forget when we're in moments of strain or stress or, you know, potentially even, you know, triggering an old trauma, we forget we have choice and that we're not at the mercy of this outside person, thing, and environment or event. Okay. So, so I think the breath is one of the quickest and most powerful ways that we can get ourselves back into our body. And another thing that you can do is to just place your hand on your on your chest right underneath your collarbone. And that's something even if you're like if you're not in in the state where somebody has said something to you but you're maybe in a conversation and somebody says something and you're just like ah, you can put your hand on your underneath your collarbone and you can either gently rub or gently just tap it, just pat it. That's an area that has many acupressure points and meridians so that and that is specifically for really really good for trauma so if you're having a moment and you're saying oh my god oh my god i don't know what to do i don't know what to do just just gently put your put your hand over your over your um right in the middle of your chest right under your collarbones and right above your breasts if you have them um and gently rub or just gently pat and that's going to do a similar thing as the squeezing your fingertips, where it's going to help flip the switch and then take a nice deep, deep breath. And that's going to bring you back to your body. And it's going to literally help you metabolize whatever stress hormones were just released in that conversation. And then you can decide again, do I want to respond? Do I want to walk away? Do I want to just turn to the person next to me and start a, you know, a side conversation? So those are two tools, the, the breathing and then the right under your collarbones, placing your hand Two really, really simple. And if that feels like it's not, you know, discreet enough and you're maybe sitting at a table or standing, you can always go back to your fingertips. Okay. Cause that, that can be something where, you know, you maybe don't feel uh, quite as on the spot, you know, people tend to mess with their fingers, you know, kind of pick at them so you can squeeze and you're doing the opposite for your, instead of uh, staying in that nervous energy, you're releasing it. Okay. So that's a, another option. If the hand on the chest, cause I, I, I get when you're in a, in a public place or, you know, in a gathering that could feel a little like, Oh, I don't want to be on the spot. I don't want to look weird. Um, but just do again, what feel, what feels right for you. I find myself doing this all the time. Um, and it's just almost become a, a secondary, you know, second nature where I'm putting my hand on my chest and just kind of gently tapping. And, and that's just, I'm just clearing, I'm clearing, I'm releasing, you know, if somebody says something and it, it triggers my, my, uh, stress response, you know, even if it doesn't have anything to do with me sometimes, like I'll find myself just doing this and it just helps me move through. Cause I'm a sensitive human being that feels a lot of things. <laughs> and so um, you know, embracing it and, and allowing yourself to be right where you are and, and that it's okay. Yeah. Thank you for those tools. That's actually a really powerful thing that not many people stop and think about, but mm -hmm. when we're not used to feeling emotions and then we're told you have to feel them and let them go through and we expect that it's going to mm -hmm. be like this very big thing, but what you just shared is what it means mm -hmm. it's literally what you're supposed to let it go i think yeah. it was uh, yeah. back in season three uh kelly don't share the shaking like the dogs do yeah and that's so another way when you yes. yeah so Amazing. there's so many and it's so quick because 
they do it instinctually. Mm-hmm. They shake it off mm-hmm. and while we contract and this stays yeah. and then it becomes the big emotions. Right. It's right. because it's a lot of small emotions. Yeah. Like a drop is a drop. And a lot of drops, you have the ocean. Right. It's simple as that. You're so right. Yeah. That's very powerful to remember. It's not too simple. That's how it was meant to be. We made it complicated by forgetting. That's, I, I just want to like zing in on that because Alexis that is so powerful it was meant to be simple but we forget and we make it complicated like that's so that's a hundred percent I think um so true and it's and it's in this whole industry right you know those of us who are seeking healing seeking you know to to be um, more embodied and more empowered and more creative and more fulfilled, it we feel like it has to be complicated. If it's not complicated, then it can't be right, right? <laughs> but it's it's so true. Like think about you know a lot of I, I think about the the Tao. I have a um, this beautiful English translation, um, and I I can see why like certain you know, people kind of kick back against, you know, oh, it's too simple. Oh, I, uh, that, that can't be. No, no, it's not. That's not right. Um, but yeah, the, the simplicity, there's such a, a beauty and a power in it. And so I really appreciate that you said that. Thank you. I think that's yeah. a beautiful note to end on. Yeah. Uh, we're running a fairly long conversation again. So it might end up less. We, we can do think. another one. Yeah. Oh, well, if we started the one on the body, we could go an entire season. Yeah. But is there any, any final thoughts before we? Oh, no, I just want to appreciate, I just want to appreciate you, Alexis. I, I love, I, I meant to, well, I didn't mean, to, I, meant, I, I thought I would start with this, but I'll, I'll close with it. I just, I so appreciate the space that you create. I feel like um, you are, so warm and welcoming and also like you just you you almost set the table and are completely happy with whatever meal we end up sharing together and i just i really really wanted to just acknowledge and appreciate you for that and i really enjoyed our conversation and um, i'm very excited about all of the ways that this can support your listeners, you know, as we move into the holiday season. And I just think it's so brilliant that you had this idea for closing out the the season. I think it's just chef's kiss. So thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. You're going to make me cry now. (laughs) Oh, I mean it. I know that you do. That's why. Uh, thank you thank you yeah Yeah. not the meaning to put on the spot you said just if people want to jot it down but it's going to be on the in the show notes anyway to find you is it yes grow more love growmorelove.co so growmorelove.co is my website and you'll find all the links for all of the things there and we'll um yeah, I look forward to, to meeting you. Um, my email is on there. So even if you just want to reach out and say hi, um, I'm, yeah, I'm very grateful. Looking forward to it. And me too. I'm so excited to get to re- release yeah. it.
Thank you for listening to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. A huge thank you to Jenna Sword at Jenna S O A R D on Instagram for the cover art and Papa Planet for the music. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to be notified when a new one comes out, please subscribe on your platform of choice. And if you really love it, leave a five star rating and review, which will help me be found by more people who'll enjoy it too. Also, feel free to share it on social media and with anyone you think should give it a shot. You can send your questions and comments to my email starryskypodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at starryskypodcast. And you can also subscribe to my monthly newsletter at witchymusings.substack.com where I share reflections and tips about the astrological seasons. Until next time.